Light Saints. This is Milan Milan. And um, as I mentioned, this is going to be the study of Revelation 7, 9, well, 7 through 9, sorry. And, you know, before we start, of course, I like to pray. So let's just bow our heads. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you, thank you, thank you for your amazing blessing that you have given us in leaving your word um, it gives us peace and an understanding of knowing the true God the true God that we serve feels so blessed and grateful that you've left this word for us to to know exactly who you are and even what's to come (laughs) and just to continue to grow our faith in you um, as this is our daily bread. Lord, I just I thank you and I ask that every word that comes from me is from you and that you speak to the listeners um, in such a way, Lord, that it moves, you move in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So, now we're moving in through the uh, book of Revelation, and we're at chapter 7, where the ceiling is now of Israel. Alright? So, Starting with 7 1, um, just actually gonna get through 7 8 on this one, and then I'll go into um, just trying to um, explain it. So, 7 1 says, After these things, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. He cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 in all of the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. Now from 7-5 on down, of the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Gad, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Asher, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000 were sealed. On the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Levi, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. All right. So right there, 
in the beginning you know where the angels speak and they say listen before we um do this we have to basically they have to put the seals of our god right on the foreheads of the servants of god so just like everything right our god does is awesome it's great and it's with reason okay and we all know satan's been a copycat from day one day one right that we heard really about him he's been always trying to mimic god he's been trying to be like the most high and he always falls short um he wanted to be god and somehow he convinced a third of the angels to me that says he had um he's pretty clever um I mean, just look in your own lives. He will, he's very deceitful. He's very deceitful. And so just thinking like that and just knowing that there are 144,000 of the tribes um, of the children of Israel that will be sealed, that makes me think about when um, they come with the mark of the beast. So just like I was saying, just like our God, he tries to copy and do everything um, that our God does, and he always falls short. But this is what I'm just kind of like going with that is that he's just he's just a copycat. So anyhow, um, we have the um, twelve tribes, right? So it's it's twelve tribes, and from each twelve tribe is twelve thousand. Of course, it makes up the hundred and forty-four thousand um, that will be sealed. Now, the four angels in the four corners of the earth, basically meaning that it is a worldwide ceiling. And the 144,000 are like the, from what I'm getting, these are like the, they're the male, um, the Jews. And this is really, it's going to be um, a huge revival in Israel. Um, and this is, of course, in the future. Um, so, you know, the Bible gives us um, some different parts. Um, and this is just one of them. This is this is the future. And if you look at four, the number four is like an earthly number because we have like four seasons. We have four directions. We have four parts of the universe, like time, space, matter, and energy. Um, the, the day is divided into like fours. We have morning, noon, evening, and then midnight. We even have four basic um, provisions, which are the wind, air, the fire, and the water. So that's what I get from the breakdown um, of what I just read. Also, um, it's the first multitude. Um, is 144,000. I mean, that is on the earth. So I just wanted to say that part <laughs> and we can move on part from uh, Revelation. Sorry. So starting with Revelation 7, 9, um, a great multitude from the great tribulation. Now, this is um, what I'm seeing is the second multitude. So from 7.9 down to 7.19, it says, And after these things, I'm sorry, and after 
these things yes i looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all nations tribes peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne and to the lamb all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped god saying amen blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our god forever and ever amen then one of the elders answered saying to me who are these arrayed with white robes and where did they come from and i said to him sir you know so he said to me these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb therefore they are before the throne of god and serve him day and night in his temple and he who sits on the throne will dwell among them they shall never hunger any more nor thirst any more the sun shall not strike them nor any heat for the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water and god will wipe away every tear from their eyes that makes me happy <laughs> just reading over that 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 makes me really really happy um so this second part okay the second part is um palm bearing multitude that is in heaven um so many people are going to get saved like right after the rapture okay because um everyone um like so all of us who believe and and put our trust in our lord and savior right jesus christ and we're we're waiting for him um we will be raptured right we're living our lives we're, we're trying to we're trying we're working out our salvation um it's it's we're we're saved by faith alone um not of works and we're alive and i do believe this this generation will see um we this this is the generation this is this is what i believe this is i believe this generation i'm not putting a time or a day but i do believe this generation and i just say that based off of prophecy and i can i'll do i'm sure another one um show later down the line about why i believe that this is definitely the gener- generation but um yes i believe this is the generation um that that we'll see this um completely fulfilled um so this is okay like i was saying this is the second um multitude and um verses 7 through 19 
in Revelation, and of course, this is, of course, is in heaven. So many people are going to get saved right after the rapture, and that is what we're seeing right here. All right, and of course, in heaven, it's a lot of his worship and his praise, rightfully so. He is worthy. He is worthy of all our praises. And that's what you see here also um, in heaven. So, so when John, you know, he asked, like, you know, who are these? And he was like telling them, like, well, you know, and he told them. So right at, I believe it's 714, um, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation um, and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple and he who sits on the throne will dwell with them, will dwell among them all right so now going into revelation 8 this is um, basically the prelude to the seven trumpets so this is the seventh seal and so from 8, 1 to 8, 6, it says, When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and who were, and, and to them were given seven trumpets. And then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense and he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hands then the angel took the censer filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth and there were noises thunderings lightnings and an earthquake so the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them all right so when i said um in the beginning like the title is is first sorry it's verse it's titled sorry it's titled <laughs> prelude to the seven trumpets this is right before the trumpets right um are about to be blown and this is the seventh seal so the seven seals is the last seal the seventh seal is the last seal but this is right before the trumpets are start to be blown so in the beginning where it says um when he opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour and so the way i take that is that this is like that dun 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 it's about to happen like it's it's already tribulation right it's the um chapter six started the tribulation but this is like more um this is more um judgment sorry more judgments are being given to the earth and this is that moment where i feel like okay if it's silence in heaven it's like whoa it's 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 really about to happen like it's just more of God's judgment is what we're about to see and so that's why I believe it was silent like you know it's it's unfolding right um and so seven I'm sorry eight 
seven is the first trumpet. Vegetation is struck. So the first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. And the third of the trees were burned up, and all of the green grass was burned up. 8-8, the second trumpet, the seas struck. The second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire thrown into the sea, and the third of the sea became blood. And the third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Revelation 8.10, third trumpet, the waters are struck. Then the third of the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on the third of the rivers and on the springs of water. 8.11, the name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became wormwood, and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. 8.12, fourth trumpet, the heavens struck. Then the fourth angel sounded, and the third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened, and a third of the day did not shine, and likewise night. 8.13 And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Whoa, whoa, whoa! to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. All right, let's just take a pause right there. I want to go back and kind of just touch it. I feel like it was really self-explanatory, but just kind of really just think about it in a way like a third of everything is what it sounds like is now destroyed. A third of the vegetation. So, the first trumpet, the third of the vegetation is struck, right? So you're talking about a third of the trees are burnt up and all of the green grass was burnt up. So trees and grass, it's like birds make their nests in trees. Grass is like what cows eat. Like, so it's affecting the animals. It's not just um, vegetation. I see it also affecting the animals because that's what um, they live off of. Okay, and then the second trumpet is now sounding, and it's saying a third of the living creatures in the sea die. So when something um, isn't living, it it smells, it rots, it uh, it's it's horrible. So you have to imagine that the a third of the living creatures in the sea die. You also have to imagine that it it, it comes with um, an, an odor right that is i'm sure would be unbearable it's not like just this little bit of part a third of the sea so not just part of you know maybe this little town a third of the sea like all over this is this is on the earth this judgment is to the earth not just a small portion but to the earth so a third of all of the um sea has now died all the living creatures third of that is died and a third of the ships were destroyed. 
moving on to the third trumpet where it says um a third of the waters became wormwood and many men died from the water because it was made bitter so now this is the fresh water that people can't drink from can't be purified um the way the it's like filter it can't it can't none of that can happen now like it's happening right now because a third of it is it's just not good it's bitter you can't even drink it um the fourth trumpet just touching really quick on it um, a third of the sun was struck a third of the moon a third of the stars and so that um, it was now darkened and the third of the day didn't shine likewise the night I don't like driving at night I, I like it when it's bright and it's nice and it you know it feels good outside this is about to affect that you know so just imagine if anyone when well when people will be here um and a third of the light from the day is no longer there a third of the moon is gone a third of the stars are gone all right a third of the sun is not even is 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 gone it's it's been struck and i understand this angel is flying around the three woes that that angel gives because about what's about to happen um it's it's bad now but it just continues to get worse as it goes on and so in revelation 9 is the fifth trumpet the locust from the bottomless pit all right I'm about to read through it and like the other ones I'm gonna go back over it but right there just that the way they titled that just brace yourself because this is this is bad um, and also understand that Revelation 9 this isn't mm, how to say it this is like a demonic attack okay that I'm about to read this is like a this is a demonic a demonic attack and they will be limited in the first part but the second half of it um it just gets worse i'm gonna read into it and then i'll go ahead and explain but just understand that this is a demonic attack that's about to take place with the fifth trumpet so 9 1 through 9 12 reads as then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star falling from heaven to the earth. To him was given the key to the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. Then out of the smoke, locusts came upon the earth and to them was given great power as the scorpions of the earth had power and they commanded them um, they were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads and they were not given authority to kill them but to torment them 
for five months. Their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a man. In those days, men will seek death and will not find it. They will desire to die and death will flee from them. The shape of the locusts were like horses prepared for battle. On their heads were crowns of something like gold. On their faces were like the faces of men. They had hair like women's hair and their teeth were like lion's teeth and they had breastplates like breastplates of iron and the sound of their wings were like the sounds of chariots of many horses running into battle they had tails like scorpions and they were like stings in their tails their power was to hurt men five months and they had a king over them the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek, he is the name is Apollyon. One woe is past. Behold, still two more woes are coming after these things. All right. So now just looking over this. All right. Sorry. So. The locusts from the bottomless pit, like I said, this is um, a demonic attack. The first part of it is they're not able to kill people. They're able to torment them, um, right? That's um, like a demonic, like a demonic spirit, like a demonic attack, okay? They can torment them, but they can't kill them. And I understand this is not good. It's not good. I wouldn't wish this on anyone, but understand I still see god's mercy god's grace here and i say that because they cannot kill them you can torment them but you can't kill them he's given them a chance to repent he's given them another opportunity to come and realize that he is the risen savior he 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 is doing everything he can to get people to repent and turn from their sin that he did not allow um, them to be killed this was torment to to turn from their wicked ways so I still see God's mercy I still see his love I still see him trying to get people to repent because he didn't allow them to be killed and obviously we all know if you were to kill yourself you've now taken your life in your own hands and your life is not your own you don't have that authority only God has that authority so if you look at it in that way and if I don't know if anyone disagrees that is you know, this is my interpretation. This is what I feel. This is how I still see God's grace. What I would say is just to go to the Father. He has the answers. He will um, open um, your your eyes to see um, if 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 you're you know not sure about anything, not just particularly this um, verse. 
but this is what I'm seeing and this is everything I see even though it doesn't look good just like even when we go through hard times in life we're like you know try to blame God and that's not right like sometimes it's to grow us it's to mature us um, I found a lot of times in my life personally when I go through things and it's not the best of times and I just want to just pull out the rest of the hair I got on my head I just pray <laughs> I pray because I, I go to the Father I get peace I get clarity um, even though I may not fully understand I trust him because his wisdom is what I rely on his his love for me is what I rely on not what I can see and not how I can try to figure you know things out but just me trusting in my father in heaven and knowing that he knows all right it's not it's one thing to say to say you know you know who he is but then it's another to actually put your faith in him in those times that you really need you need him like I need him for everything like we all need him for everything um he holds everything together so if he knows right everything why don't you just trust him it doesn't matter what the situation looks like just trust that he will bring everything um to fulfillment and not try to lean on your own understanding but this is how I'm looking at this is it looks bad for them right because these are demonic this is a demonic attack but the mercy that I see is that he's not allowing them to take their life he's giving them another opportunity to repent and to and to come to him and rely and trust in him to turn from their wicked ways to because again this isn't the church the church is gone we've been raptured this is not the church these are people still here during the tribulation that he's still trying to save so this isn't us okay and just know that he's doing everything God will do everything to um to save us okay so that's what I see when I read that part um, where they can't even take their own life um, because he's given them an opportunity to repent you can't repent when when you're gone you take your life you can't repent after that so that's just how I see it okay and I would love to have discussions about it. Like, I love the book of Revelation. I used to be scared of this book. And one thing, I'm like, you know what? I just, I had to, I had to pray. I had to pray. Like, I pray about everything. And I started, um, I love this um, Pastor John McAuffer. I feel like he is like, thank God for him, right? In this type of world that we live in, he does not bend. He does not fold. He sticks what I've heard he sticks true to the word of God and I love that this is exactly what this world needs um so I'm grateful thank you Jesus for John McArthur because he is I feel um he's a good teacher 
he understands the word and he's a good he's good at teaching it <laughs> so amen to that okay so going into the sixth trumpet this is revelation 9 13 through 21 right all the way to the end of revelation 9 the sixth trumpet the angels from the euphrates all right so the sixth angel sounded and i heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before god saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet release the four angels who are bound by the great river euphrates so the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and the day and the month and year were released to kill a third of mankind now the number of the army of the horsemen were 200 million i heard the number of them and thus i saw the horses in the vision those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red um hyacinth blue and sulfur yellow and the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions and out of their mouths came fire smoke and brimstone by these three plagues a third of mankind was killed by the fire and smoke and brimstone which came out of their mouths for their power is in their mouth and in their tails for their tails are like serpents having heads and with them they do harm but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands that they should not worship demons and idols of gold silver brass stone and wood which can neither see nor hear nor walk and they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts all right so this last part of revelation 9 is sad we see at the end they still didn't repent right these people just would not repent it's not like they didn't have a chance they just chose to not repent all right so in revelation 9 um these are demons obviously right demons in the form of locusts and i see it as god using this to try to bring people to christ they get to torment them like i was explaining earlier but they just they can't kill them so people will try to kill themselves but they can't and again i just have to go i feel like this is god's mercy he's not allowing you to take your own life but hoping that it brings you to repent um demons come out of the bottomless pit now they've been down there for centuries and it's like a plague because it's um it's it's a lot of them right and they're not to harm the creation just to hurt the men now the way they describe them i do believe it's a symbolic type of language um i'm still like working through that and i i don't want to 
falsify anything. I only want to speak on what I know to be certain. I have had some revelation about it, but I am still praying on it. And once it's, once I feel God is giving me all of it, then I definitely want to come back and maybe do like um, like a recap to like go more in depth. Or anyone who's listening, if you have um, a take on it, I'm open to hear it. Like I said, this is a study. Um, we're all learning. I love this book of Revelation. I read it and I'm trying to like fully, fully understand, understand a quite bit more each time I read. But like I said, I'm open to discussion on this. Um, so back with this, these trumpets, right? There was only six um, that we read through. The seventh one will come up in a, a later chapter. But these are the first six. So it's just got worse from the seals to the trumpets. And after the trumpets, it's going to be seven bowls. So it just continues to get worse. But the way I see it so far, especially with these um, trumpets, if the people, people, humanity, right, has been worshiping the creation instead of the creator and so he's destroyed creation right because you're not to worship creation is our creator that deserves and is worthy of all the worship and praise goes to our creator not his creation um so i'm saying that And then just, again, this is just a demonic attack um, that I see um, with mankind. All right. So I'm going to end it here because if I don't, I might start rambling. I don't want to (laughs) ramble. All right, so we're ending it here. Next Wednesday, I'm going to get through the next three chapters. So if we did seven, eight, and nine, next Wednesday, we'll be at 10, 11, and 12 um, chapters of Revelation. I thank everyone for listening. You can email me if you want to discuss it further. I am working on doing live um, podcasts. Not sure if it's going to be a live video, but like live chats. We'll see. I'm still working on that. But I am open. I want to talk to you. I want to discuss it with you. I love talking about Jesus. He's our Lord and Savior. (laughs) I just, I talk to him all the time. So I love talking about him to people who love him as well. Um, So yeah, I'm open and I welcome the conversation. I'm excited um, for those future chats, God willing. Again, I just thank everyone who listened. And you can email me. And my email should be on all of my um, 
my links is definitely on my Facebook, um, Genesis127. You can find my page um, on Facebook. And um, I just thank you. I just want to go into prayer as we end this. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for getting us through (laughs) Revelation 7 through 9. I thank you for your amazing word, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy and worthy of all the praises, Lord. All the glory, all the honor goes to you, Jesus. There is none like you. You are completely unmatched. Father, I am excited for continuing um, this book. Um, And I just, I thank you for continuing to grow in me, creating me, um, who you should have me be in Christ. I'm just, I'm so grateful. I pray to anyone who's listening that if you don't know Christ, it's a perfect opportunity to get to know our risen Savior now. He is a gentleman. He will not um, force himself into your life. Okay? He is there. If you don't know him, humbly ask him in prayer to come into your life, to reveal himself in such a real way that it is undeniable. Give him your entire life. Let his will be done in your life and not your own. Surrender yourself unto him. He wants us all to be saved. Accept the free gift that Christ died on the cross for our sins. I said it before. Our sin equals death. My death is a shedding of innocent blood. Jesus lived the perfect life. Sorry, I'm trying to hold you to He lived the perfect life. None of us are deserving. But I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful for the gift. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. get to know him he loves you until we meet again (laughs) walk with Christ stay with Christ talk to Christ make him Lord of your life Peace.